Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Christian Fellowship. We are a family on a journey to become more like Christ, sharing His kingdom by expressing His love. We hope that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Let us just acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit amongst us. Let us be aware that He is here among us. I'm waiting until the children have gone to the classes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our time together this morning. We thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your loving kindness to us. And we pray that you would grant us an anointing this morning that enables our eyes to see what you would have us see. Help us to hear the voice of your Spirit and enable us to understand through your anointing upon our lives, your plans, your purposes that you have for us, for this fellowship, and for us individually, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Let me start by saying that my primary function in ministry or into the office to which the Lord had called me is the ability to see things in the Spirit, to hear in the Spirit, and to speak to the church that which I see and that which I hear, giving direction and always pointing the church back to the heart of God. That is what the prophetic ministry does stands before the presence of God and speaks. And the purpose or the ultimate purpose of this ministry is to turn the hearts back to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And sometimes it involves encouragement, admonition. It also involves correction but all done in love and in accordance with the leadership and the guidance of the Spirit so that we can be positioned and aligned in the place where God has appointed us and to do the very things that God has called us to do. So what I'm going to share with you this morning 
is what I saw in the Spirit as I turned to the Lord and asked him when Pastor Michael asked me to minister today, um, I, uh, the first thing I always do is to seek the face of God and hear from him what he would want to say to the fellowship. And so as I turned my heart towards the Lord, I saw a picture. Many times the Lord speaks to me in pictures, and usually after the pictures, he gives me a word. I don't pretend to know the entire uh, meaning or interpretation, but that which the Spirit enables me to understand uh, and that which the Spirit enabled me to understand of what I saw concerning the fellowship, I will communicate to you this morning. And what I saw is that our fellowship, our spiritual family, I saw that we were in the shadows. And the next picture I saw was that we were hiding in the trenches. The two pictures that God gave me was the one of Gideon. And you know the story of Gideon, Judges chapter 6. The Bible says that he was threshing wheat in a cave. He was hiding from the Philistines because of the fear uh, that um, he was afraid. He didn't know who he was. And when God appeared to him and he sent an angel, he called him by the name that God knew him. He said, Hail, mighty man of valor. Remember that? And the other picture I saw was when the two armies, the armies of Israel and the Philistine army, were facing each other, and um, King Saul's army were hiding in the trenches because of the fear and the intimidation Goliath communicated to them. And you remember the story when Goliath stepped out, stepped forth in the valley, and challenged the armies of the living God. He said, give me a champion and we will fight. And everybody was terrified, including King Saul until David stepped up, and you know the story. When I saw these pictures, I heard the word of the Lord, and this is what he said. I have written it down, and I will just read it as I believe I heard the Spirit say. In obedience to my Spirit, go where you have not been before. Put your feet where you have not been before. Do not fear. Only trust and obey. Step out from the shadows of fear, doubt, and unbelief into the light and walk in it. Walk in the light you have received and do what you have not done before, and receive what you have not received before. 
You are not waiting on me, says the Lord, but I'm waiting on you. How long will you falter between two opinions? How long will you wait before you act on my word? How long will you tolerate compromise? Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. Beloved, you have been hiding for too long, driven by fear and intimidation, simply because you do not know and you have not realized whose you are and what you are capable of in Christ Jesus. Make a quality decision today that there will be no more excuses, no more delays, and no more compromises. It is written, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time, and behold, now is the day of salvation. What I saw really made me realize that our state in the fellowship is one of weakness, compromised, and fear. And I asked the Lord, what will it take to take us out of these shadows into the light? And the Spirit corrected me. He said, not what, but who will take you out of the trenches onto the front lines. And I said, Lord, who? And he said, the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. Obey him, and he will lead you out. Do whatever he tells you, for the Spirit is given to those who obey him. And I realized then I had to do a lot of repenting before the Lord. How often we ignore the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. How often we reject his promptings and we give him so many excuses why we cannot do this or that or do what he tells us to do or walk in the light that we have received from him through the word. And I remember the Spirit brought to remembrance the day when the Spirit of God spoke to me and he said, when I've asked him, where do I take the people that I led to Christ? Which church do I take them so that they can grow and mature in the Lord? And I heard the Spirit say, you feed them, you disciple them, you give them to eat. And I started excusing myself, Lord, 
I, I, I haven't been to Bible school. I'm not a pastor. I'm a businessman. I don't have enough knowledge of the Word to do what you're asking me to do. But the Lord wouldn't hear any of these excuses. And many of you are giving so many excuses why you are not doing what you know to do. And he said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. That's all he said. And as I went, I realized and I've experienced the power of the Holy Spirit helping me to do what I could not do before. Helping me to go where I have not been before. And to receive what I had not received before. And to believe what I had not believed before. And I began to see the glory of God and the manifestation of His presence in people coming to the Lord. But that didn't happen until I obeyed. And many of us are sitting and waiting for us to feel something. Listen, obedience has nothing to do with feelings and emotions. It is a walk of faith. It is a walk of obedience. Walking in the light you have received. And every single one of us is at a different stage of spiritual growth and development. Some of you have been receiving word after word, message after message. You ought to be by now disciple makers. Amen? Just like Paul said to the Hebrews, you ought to be teachers by now, but yet you have need that someone again teach you the very foundational principles of Christ. All of us have received a measure of light. Amen? What are you doing with the light you received? Are you walking in it? We allow circumstances. We allow people to intimidate us. Because we don't know who we really are in Christ. That's what happened to Gideon. He didn't know who he was until God showed up and said to him, Hey, you are a mighty man of valor. And you will save your nation out of the hands of the Midianites. And then he started giving excuses to God. I am the least of my clan, this and that. Why so many things are happening to us if you are with us? He ought to have known why Israel was under the oppression of the Midianites. The Word of God tells us why. And he knew, but he didn't. Because the children of Israel rebelled against the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the oppressor. Gideon ought to have known that. Not complain to God why they were in such a state. Are you listening to me? And so God began to speak and affirm his identity. Affirm his purpose. Until he became so confident in the Lord. And you know the story. Amen? 
This is the one thing that we need the most. If the Holy Spirit is going to lead us as a fellowship out of the trenches onto the front lines, then we need to develop an intimate and a strong relationship with the Holy Spirit. His purpose is to take you from where you are to where you're supposed to be in the Lord. Amen? Amen. But he cannot do that if we keep ignoring him. If we do not invest in our relationship with him. If we do not invest time, study, prayer, to know him, to understand how he communicates, how he speaks, how he leads, how he guides us into all truth. Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come back in the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And what is he going to do when he comes? He's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to teach you all things. He's going to show you things to come about your life, about your future, about your identity, about your calling. Things that you cannot receive from any other source. He said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. God said to him. And the same thing God says to you and to me. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. How? You existed in the mind of God. And he said to him, before you were born, I sanctified you. In other words, what is sanctified? I separated you unto myself and I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Did you know that you have been separated from your mother's womb for a specific function, for a specific purpose? There were things that God wanted you to do, and he gave birth to you and brought you here so you, through him, can do the impossible. Amen. Do you know who you are? In the Lord. I'm not talking about your natural identity. Everybody knows in the natural who they are. But do you know your spiritual purpose, your spiritual identity? Amen? Gideon didn't know until the Lord began to minister to him. And if the Spirit is going to communicate to us the very things that God prepared for you and I, then we need to have an intimate, strong relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit. Paul said to the Corinthians, and he's saying the same thing to us, by the Spirit, he said, I have not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the mind of man the things that God has prepared already for those who love him. So that tells me that I cannot know those things, I cannot know God, I cannot know the Spirit, I cannot know the dreams and the purposes and the plans that God has prepared for me by my natural senses. My physical senses cannot 
understand nor perceive the very plans that God has for me or for you. But then he goes on to say, but God has revealed them to us. How? By his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. The Spirit searches the heart of God concerning you, concerning this fellowship. And then he reveals them to us when we honor him, when we acknowledge him, and when we submit to the rulership of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Otherwise, we will end up going in circles. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, mature sons. Amen. So what is God calling us as a fellowship to do? Both individually and collectively. Invest in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you know him? Do you understand how he speaks? When was the last time you heard his voice? Amen. And the reason why we do not know him is because we have too much confidence in our own abilities. We think we can do it. Amen. I can do this. Yet Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. We can end up doing a whole lot of things but they might not be the things that God has called us to do. Amen? How much time are we investing in the most precious and wonderful gift that God has given us? There is no greater gift than the gift of salvation and the gift of of the Spirit. And I said, Lord, but we have the Spirit. We speak in tongues. He said, yes, you might have the Spirit, but if you do not obey Him, it's just like you do not have Him. Amen? Peter said, when he testified before the Sanhedrin, he said, so... Does the Holy Spirit bears witness with us whom God has given to them that obey him? The Spirit is given to whom? I wonder what would have happened to me and to my family if I had not stepped out and did what God told me to do. I would not be here today. I don't know what would have happened, but I would have been outside of God's invisible protection and terrible things could have happened. Amen? But thank God I obeyed. I recall one particular was it Sunday? Yes, Sunday afternoon. We went to a city called Gueru and gathered the, the Greek community in the hall and I was to minister the gospel 
And for a few minutes, my knees started shaking. What am I doing here? I went to the bathroom and I wanted to run away. But God gave me the courage to stand even though it felt so uncomfortable. And many times the Spirit will lead you to do something that's very uncomfortable outside of your logic, contrary to your way of thinking. Just do it. Do what Mary said to the servants. He said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. He tells you to go speak to your neighbor, go do it. He tells you to give something to someone, do it. Don't start reasoning with him and debating and excusing why you can't do it. As you do, you will find the grace. Someone said, you cannot steer a parked car. And that's what we are, most of us, parked cars, hiding in the trenches, rather than being out on the forefront. Goliath is intimidating us. Oh, can't do that. Why not? So, Pastor, what are you recommending us to do? Take your journal. Go sit before the Lord every morning before you do anything else, before you go to work, before you eat breakfast. Take your open Bible. Hide your telephone somewhere and wait on God. And if he doesn't say anything, go back again. Seek his face. Search out his heart. Ask him, what will you have me do, Lord? How do you want me to spend this day with you? And start learning to hear his voice, to discern his leadership and his guidance. He may impress upon you to call someone to encourage him. He may tell you specifically to do something. Do it. You see, he does not expect you to walk in the light you do not have. But he does expect every one of us to walk in the light we have received. Amen? Go back. If you feel you stagnated, you're not making progress. Church is, a, is something that you have to do. You, you go back to the last prompting or the last instruction the Spirit gave you. Ask Him to remind you. And when He does... You see, once you disobey the Spirit in one area where he has put his finger and, and he said, hey, 
you, you got to straighten this thing out. Amen? You, you do it. Oh, but it's pain. Do it. If you don't, you're wasting your time, you're wasting God's time, you're wasting everybody's time. You're not going to go anywhere. Amen? Obedience. God gives the Spirit to them that obey Him. That, that says a whole lot. I can just close my message here and say, that's it. God is calling us to step out of the shadows of fear and step into the light and walk in it. Simple. It may take a step. It may take two steps. But the glorious fruit and the glorious results that will come out of your obedience not only will bless you, but most importantly will bless those whom God has assigned to you to bless and touch with your life. You see, when God touched you, when God touched me, he had more on his mind than just me and my wife and my family. Amen? And when God gave you birth and called you into his kingdom, he had much more on his mind than what you are experiencing. And there's much more in the Lord that he desires to bless you with and to give you. But what does he want from us? Jeremiah 29 tells us, and you will go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me, and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. All of your heart. Today is the day of decision. Job 22, 28 says, Whatever you decide will be accomplished unto you, and light will shine on your ways. All it takes is a quality decision. That's all. And God is calling us to make that decision today. That you will be obedient to the Spirit. That you will follow His leading. That you will honor His ministry within you. Amen. That we no longer will ignore Him, but welcome Him. And allow his lordship to govern and to rule every aspect of our lives. Amen. Jesus is Lord, not just a savior. And he desires for us to come under the lordship of his, of his will, the lordship of his spirit. What will you have me do here, Lord? What would you want me to do with my money? Amen? Invite him into every area of your life, into your relationships. Amen? And let us start investing time and effort 
in order to build that strong relationship with the Spirit. Look at Peter, the apostle. He denied the Lord three times. He was intimidated. He was afraid by the people that asked him, do you know this man? He says, I do not know him. But look at him after Pentecost. The Spirit can transform your life and turn you into a mighty weapon for the Lord. Amen. Going where you have not gone before. Empowered to do things that you thought is impossible when you receive him and obey him. Amen. Let's pray for a moment, please. Precious Holy Spirit, forgive us for ignoring you, not honoring your ministry, not valuing your person, doing our own thing, going our own way without stopping to consult and to inquire of you. even in the minutest details of our daily lives. We ask for your forgiveness. Help us. Anoint and inspire us to take those initial steps and go where we have not been before. Do in obedience to you what we have not done before. Deliver us from indecisiveness, from double-mindedness, and empower us to be the kind of people that you have called us to be. Shape us, mold us, teach us. We humbly ask you to do this, Lord. If you need prayer this morning, to help you to take that step or to make a decision to end with what you know is displeasing the Lord, I want you humbly to step out of your seat, come to the altar. And we will pray for you and do business with God. We hope that you've enjoyed this message. For additional resources and more information, come and visit us at alphaomega.org.za.